1: let me tell you about uh, father's day it's coming up what's dad's style when it comes to clothing i mean like for instance i can't wear i'm not wearing this out if you well you are watching the Blaze. i'm not wearing this out without my wife going what the you're not wearing that okay well here's the deal your dad has your dad has that kind of style American Giant. Founded on the idea of making an American difference. Everything is made in America by Americans. It is really good clothing. Uh, buy American today. American-giant.com slash Great kind of just golf clothing, you know, casual clothing, really comfortable. American-giant.com slash
2: Program.
1: Oh. According to uh Gallup, the poverty rate of thirty thousand dollars doesn't cut it anymore. Uh in fact, for a family of four, they're saying now that people need at least eighty-five thousand just to get by. That's triple the poverty rate. Um huh. I wonder what that could be caused from. I mean, not inflation, right? I mean, well. What causes inflation? Certainly not government spending. Oh, on that front, good news. The McCarthy bill passed. Yeah, and there's really good things coming up. First of all, we avoided that funding crunch, you know, that catastrophe that would not ever happen without the the Secretary of Treasury and the President Deciding not to pay our bills, uh, and the Republicans—they're saying there's just all kinds of wins there, uh, you know, like uh, whew, many more omnibuses. Um, CBO found it's going to—it's uh, going to affect food stamps. Yeah, in fact, in fact, it's going to—it's—it's it's going to expand food stamps. So all the things that. I, uh, gosh, I I wish I hadn't been uh, right on McCarthy. All the things I thought about McCarthy and then hoped. Well, no, maybe he's different. No, they're never different. Oh my gosh, these people. Well, now it goes to the Senate and there are people like Mike Lee and Ted Cruz and others who are standing up and saying, not on my watch, do they have a chance? What's the strategy? Mike Lee joins us in 60 seconds. I don't know about you, but I like comfortability. I like durability. I like both of those things together, you know, uh, when I sleep, when I'm when I'm with a towel, you know, I have a towel. We were staying at a uh, hotel uh, recently that was, um, well, I should say not five stars. In fact, I don't know if it had any stars. And they're, uh, the towels, have you ever used the towels that you like, you, a washcloth is more absorbent? But they're huge, but they, like, you dry off your your face, and you're like, okay, well, I need another towel. If you would like really great towels for $25... MyPillow.com has a six-towel set. Right now, they'll sell out fast. They're machine-washable, durable, come in multiple sizes and styles. You just find this offer at MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Special Square. Get the clearance price of $25 on this towel set. Normally, about $100. uh, It's $99.98 normally. Deal's not going to last long. Enter the promo code BECCA at checkout. 800-966-3117. (laughs) MyPillow.com. Okay, Mike, so what's the strategy now?
3: The strategy now is to make sure that the United States Senate is fully informed before its members vote on this, and to make sure that the United States Senate has the opportunity to cast votes on a few amendments that identify some of the more egregious errors. You could either call them drafting errors, if you wanted to assume good faith on the part of those who wrote them, or you could call them efforts to repair malicious damage inflicted by whoever wrote this, trying to make virtually every cost savings measure in this bill feckless
1: and almost ineffective. Okay, so go through some of them.
3: All right, so my personal uh, uh, favorite, in the sense of it really getting me worked up, is this Section 265 of the bill. Section 265 nullifies completely the regulatory pay-as-you-go measure. Uh, or Pago, as they call it. The reg PAYGO provision is Section 263. Then in 265, just after the provision that promised to bring about accountability for government as it expands the regulatory footprint of the federal government, it says, oh, by the way, the director of President Biden's Office of Management and Budget, Shalanda Young, may at her sole discretion decide not to follow these. Oh my gosh. Just Exempt herself from it. And you know, Glenn, the funny thing is I, I discovered this about 48 hours ago and it was Tuesday morning when I was reading through that particular provision and discovered, Oh my gosh, this could be a problem. And a lot of people aren't going to read this or understand what it means. So I've got to talk about it. I kid you not by the end of the day, Shalanda Young herself, OMB director at a white house briefing came out and said, yeah, Of course, I will use that provision, and I will use that provision to defend and prop up President Biden's regulatory agenda. So they're not even being mysterious about this. So this regulatory accountability, it was supposed to start with and end with the Reigns Act, which would put Congress back in charge of making the law instead of allowing law to be made by unelected, unaccountable, bureaucratic pinheads. Uh, They stripped that out, and they put this one in as a replacement. With Kevin McCarthy, who I genuinely like as a human being, He's, he, I've, I've long really liked Kevin personally, but he came out and said, yeah, we didn't get reigns. We didn't even get a short term reigns, which is something they should have used as a fallback, which I'd suggest at least reign for the duration of the Congress. But we did get something almost as good as that, which is this regulatory pay feature. Only it doesn't work.
1: It was built to fail, built to do nothing. What, what is the, the regulatory pay-go, wh- the one you just talked about?
3: Okay, so it would require the administration, each time it issues a new regulation, to establish what the cost of it would be, and to ensure that they're not increasing the net cost of regulatory compliance. Right. See, it, it, this, this may seem odd to put in a debt ceiling deal, but it actually makes perfect sense, because we can't get out of our debt crisis. Solely by cutting. We need to cut, yes, and we need to cut a lot. We need to grow. Our debt is so huge that we need to grow at the same time we cut. And so what we're left with is no real cuts, at least not very much. And I'll go over that in a second. And the pro-growth stuff doesn't work either because it was built to fail. Now, I don't think Kevin knew this. I think he was deceived by someone giving him bad advice. But it is what it is. And I'm pushing an amendment today to strike Section 265 to make this thing at least less bad.
1: Okay. So, uh, Mike, um, you know, we've got Romney's coming out of our nose in, in Washington. Uh, you're going to be, are you going to be able to get enough Republicans to help?
3: Look, I I, I'm I'm whipping the vote, uh, among Senate Republicans. I I believe that we're going to have at least 20 no votes. I'm going to try to push that figure higher. I'd like to get it north of 25 uh between 25 and 30 would be a good outcome what would be an even better outcome glenn is we get through some of this and we start voting on some of these amendments to strike some of the more egregious provisions or and also at the same time highlight the bill's deficiencies and in the process perhaps either repair it so that it actually does something good or alternatively if it can't be repaired Defeat this thing so that we can go back to the drawing board and get something that actually works. There's no reason we have to be up against this false deadline established by Janet Yellen. We're just days away from the moment when we're going to start receiving these quarterly tax payments that uh, once they're in, will take us into mid to late July before we have to do a thing. We shouldn't wait that long. We got to act now. But there's no reason we have to act uh, at this moment between
1: now and Monday. So, um, so you know, you've got Mitch McConnell standing there saying, we're going to pass it today.
3: Yeah, he wants to pass it today. And I respectfully, but very, very strongly disagree with him. Look, uh, we, we, we've got to make sure that the American people and those they elected to represent them know what this thing does. And, and I believe a lot of the people who voted for this last night, at least the Republicans, didn't fully understand what it did. They had drunk the Kool-Aid. They had been fed misinformation, perhaps in good faith, I don't know, uh, uh, by Republican leadership over there. But, you know, Glenn, something interesting happened. First, 71 House heroes were born last night. 71 House heroes who emerged, despite aggressive efforts by Republican leadership and the news media to force them to vote for something, they stood up and they voted no. You know what's interesting, Glenn? More Democrats voted for this bill in the House I know. than Republicans. I know. More Democrats voted for it. Uh,
1: I have heard, than I, don't, I don't know if this is true, but I have heard that there were earmarks given to key Democrats to help them whip the vote.
3: There, there may well have been. I have no way of knowing that. But what I do know is more of them voted for it than did Republicans, and more Republicans voted against it than did Democrats. And yet, this was an effort that was supposed to be some sort of win. And within minutes after that vote was was cast and the result was known, you had Democrats in the House saying things like, okay, I guess we can gloat now. We can finally gloat now that this is passed. That we totally played them. And they did, in fact, play Republican.
1: Of course they did. Of course they did. Because I swear to you, we have the IQ among all Republican leadership, in my opinion. We have the IQ of a dog and a dumb dog, possibly a dead dog at that.
3: Look, I I, I won't speak to their IQ, and I don't know that that is the problem. I don't think it is. I think that the problem is they're too eager to hear what they want to hear, that something can be done easily, that there can be a kumbaya moment that's not going to have problems with it. And so sometimes they look the other way when it comes to the Mike,
1: I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I... I appreciate you're being much more Christ-like than I am. Uh, by you know, you're not questioning their IQ, but how dumb do you have to be to fall for the same trick every time since the day I was born? Look,
3: Glenn, you're not going to tell me Santa Claus isn't real again, are you? Because that really upsets me <laughs> when you go there. I mean, <laughs> look what's. Let's let's get back for a second to the spending issues, because this is another glaring omission and something that irritates me to know and what they're saying. They're claiming that this thing saves between, I don't know, one point five and two trillion dollars. It doesn't. It's, it's smoke in mirrors. Look, in year one, they limit save grow act, the one passed a few weeks ago by the House would have saved about a trillion dollars in the first year alone. That's how you tell whether it's serious is what it does in the first year. Correct. Because that's the one that's immediately under our control as we're doing this thing. It's the same Congress acting in the same moment in the same legislation. This one, do you want to know how much it saves in year one? About $12 billion. $12 billion as compared to about $1.2 trillion. And some would say even more because the expense, the cost of the Green New Deal tax credits adopted by the Democrats, uh, which they were clawing back, which they were going to halt, uh, are, are, are now understood as likely to be even more expensive than we expected. But this one saves only about $12 billion, possibly as few as six. You know, they claw back $28 billion of unspent COVID funds, and then they immediately create a new slush fund, in the Department of Commerce for twenty two billion dollars. Nobody knows what it does. Nobody knows what it means. They're just moving it there so they can spend it somewhere else. What,
1: what? So I mean, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There shouldn't be cost. any slush funds for any department. I mean I'm right. t- what, what what Mike, what does the commerce department do? What what could they possibly oh, there do? Are very important things. And in
3: this provision, I believe the language is something along the lines of uh establishing business necessary hot tech business infrastructure who the hell knows what that means i i think honestly it's there to serve as a slush fund to make sure that they have money when they feel like it for something else
1: (sighs) mike how can we help you
3: okay so first of all i hope and pray that senators will pay attention today that they will continue to read the bill That they'll study the bill that they will listen to arguments being made that when those of us who are proposing amendments and demanding that they be debated and voted on will pay attention carefully to what's being said and ask the question is this really what the american people need not just what they deserve but what they desperately need right now could we do better And secondly, anyone who has the ear of a a United States senator, as most constituents do in one way or another, reach out to them and ask how they're voting and express your views about how you feel about this bill. If you feel, as I do, that this bill is a whole lot of smoke in mirrors and that doesn't really save anything and that it may end up costing more money, let them know. Yet another point, they promised work requirements. There were work requirements attached to Medicaid, attached to food stamps, and attached to another federal welfare program called TANF in the original Limit Save Grow Plan. They were great reforms, would have saved money, and would have also helped people get out of poverty, making poverty temporary rather than tolerable and sustainable long-term as poverty. This is a pro-growth and pro-human thriving sort of measure what they did in this bill they said oh yeah we've got work requirements until you read the fine print and you see that they stripped out all of the medicaid work requirements the TANF requirements are essentially a wash essentially meaningless at best then you've got uh, the food stamp work requirements those appeared at first blush to do something to save money and then we found out last night that according to the congressional budget office it actually costs more money. It's going to cost us a couple of billion dollars, not save us anything, but cost.
1: Yeah, but we're, we're so, but wait, everything we're saving is upside down and we're saving money with the IRS, though. Right.
3: Yeah. OK, so um, I think <laughs> it's less than two billion dollars out of 80 billion dollars. Two that billion. Drop, not just, two billion out of 80 billion. That is not just a drop in the bucket. That is a drop in the ocean as far as we're concerned. It still puts us in a position where we've deployed this veritable army of people to uh, harass the American people. And we don't want that. We don't need that. And we need the money to not be spent.
1: The last thing uh, Thomas Massey was on yesterday said, this is going to avoid a, uh, an omnibus bill. And I've heard now that people are saying, no, this is going to cause another omnibus bill.
3: Look, I love Thomas Massey. He's one of my favorite people in all of Congress. And he's someone I rarely disagree with, and I don't question his motives or his intelligence for one minute. He's dead wrong, dead wrong here. He look, everyone makes mistakes from time to time. He's definitely made one here. He's dead wrong. This provision he's talking about that supposedly bring about an automatic one percent cut. Now, now it might have that effect if the one percent cut kicked in on October first, the day after Congress failed to adopt a spending bill or a series of spending bills. It doesn't kick in until January 1st. So that three months interregnum between Congress's failure to pass something and the moment the 1% kick, the cut kick in kicks in during that period, there's going to be enormous groundswell pressure from the unit party mm-hmm. uh, from, from Washington swamp to pass will encourage Congress to pass a giant bloated, expensive omnibus mm-hmm. or, perhaps a large CR with some omnibus-like creatures dwelling within it, or a all series right. of what they call minibus bills. Either way, we're going to spend more money, not less, as all a right. result of this. Mike, I wish Thomas Messy were right. He's dead wrong here.
1: We will, uh, hopefully, the phones will ring in the Senate today. Thank you so much for all your hard work. Keep fighting, Mike. Thanks so much, Glenn. You bet. And thanks so much for keeping America informed. Thanks. Uh, it, please call your senator today. Got to call all of your Republican senators. Uh, yeah, you waste, don't waste your dime on uh, Mitt Romney's of the world, but call all of them. All of them. Make it clear. No on this. Uh, relief factor. Relief factor. Uh, if pain has gotten aggressive with you You get up in the morning, it's kicking you around like a soccer ball. It only gets worse as the day goes on. I know how that feels, and you got to get your life back. Debilitating pain make you feel like doing nothing other than turning over in bed and going back to sleep. But there's a lot of life left. So live it and live it to your fullest. Try the three week quick start. It's 1995. It's a trial pack. So it's it was developed by doctors to not whack you out. It's not a drug. It, it works on inflammation. And hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. Go to ReliefFactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800 the number 4, relief. 1995, three week quick start. Relief, relieffactor.com, 800 for relief. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. You know, I, I think the only way this happens is if the phone lines are overwhelmed and then it's still sketchy. But if the phone lines are jammed, if people are calling the Capitol today to talk to their congressman, their senator, senators now, but kick the butt of all those that didn't or call and thank the 70 that said, I'm not voting for this. Um make sure you call your senator today, because that's the only way. They don't, they're not listening. They're completely detached. And I do think some of them are being duped, and I do think others have nefarious reasons. But, uh, you know, at best case scenario, they're being duped. They're being duped. Yeah, I don't think they're being duped.
2: I mean, I think they know. know. I don't think so either. I, I think maybe they were being duped initially they all know what's in this thing now right I mean, the fact that they're you know you think okay we spent a bunch of money on COVID trillions of dollars by the way the fact that there's you know 28 billion dollars left sitting around doing nothing obviously that should just go back to either pay them the money we borrowed back or as a tax rebate to people right like yeah. they, they, what do you mean it's going really easy. slush fund yeah for another department uh-huh that doesn't even know what they're gonna do with it yeah
1: I mean, the, the fact that that is in there, the fact that only $2 billion of $80 How billion... much money is sloshing around in the administration where they're accomplishing anything they want to and no one's stopping them? You've got to call your senator and say, no, no, don't vote yes on this. I will remember when you come up for reelection. The Glenn Beck Program. Childhood memories are funny things. The older you get, the more distance you put between who you are now and who you were then. And the memory starts to get a little fuzzy. It's kind of a shame because I have favorite memories and I want to remember them. Those memories that were caught on film or videotape, if you haven't looked at them, especially if you're keeping them in the basement, the attic or the garage, they could be dust by now. You've got to preserve these things. We are our own historians. And it makes a difference to future generations to know where they came from. To know who these people were. To see how we lived. Please, future-proof this. Future-proof your past. Take advantage of an exclusive discount right now at Legacy Box. Legacybox.com Beck. You can revisit and share and preserve all of the memories from your family's past become your family historian legacybox.com slash beck go there now legacybox.com slash beck
2: all right i think it's time to subscribe to blaze tv go to blaze tv.com slash use the promo code glenn and save 10 bucks
1: To the uh, Glenn Beck program, we're glad you're here. You know, I was just doing that uh, commercial for Legacy Box a minute ago. And I can't tell you how important it is to um, save your history and preserve the history as much as you can. Um, We are entering a time, you know, I was talking to James Lindsay yesterday on the air, and he was talking about how... uh, white extremist and, you know, uh, white supremacists are going to become synonymous with Christian nationalists. Now, how do you, how do you decide what a Christian nationalist is? Well, whoever is in charge gets to decide the meaning of those words. And it is now trending towards anyone who believes in the superiority or the, um, the divine appointing, if you will, of the United States of America, that God was involved in writing our Constitution and Declaration of Independence. Well, all of the founders believed that. I believe that. Now, it doesn't give a special right to lord over everyone, which we're doing, but I believe that we were saved by God several times. This time, I think, you know— as we're praying, God's like, oh, oh, they're finally calling. Yeah, they're on hold. Yeah, tell them it'll be a while. I mean, I, I think he's going to, until we get it, he's not going to pay attention to us. We've got to turn to him. Anyway, what I just said to you will be deemed Christian nationalism. It's not. It's not. I believe in our founding And I believe in the influence of God on our founding and our country, but I do so in a humble way, not this arrogant, we'll tell everybody else how to live. I don't have any intention of turning anyone into, uh, you know, turn against their faith, turn against their religion, you know, hey, you got to join mine. No, no, I will... Live my life in a way to be a good example. And if you're interested on what makes me that way, Jesus Christ, then you can ask. And I, have, uh, and I talk about these things on the air, but if you don't believe that, that's okay. It's okay. That's not Christian nationalism. As I was talking to James Lindsay, I realized I have the one of the largest collections in the world of things that will all be deemed Christian nationalist. These will be dangerous Nazi like artifacts because they show the difference between good and evil. They show when we are building our house on sand and when we're building our house on rock, another biblical principle. All of the things that the founders wrote, that'll be Nazi stuff. I was doing some work um, a couple of days ago uh, on uh, the museum that is being seen everything is sold out all the tickets for the museum in idaho sold out Uh, we're only doing it two days there there are 10 days in uh saint george and so at the i think on the second and third day there's a few spots at night but i urge you to get your tickets because when we come it'll be too late unless there's tickets available still but i i don't i doubt there will be um but you can you can get those tickets to come to the museum go to unitedwepledge.org i urge you and your family to do it cuz quite honestly this i've been saying this this is a trial to put this thing on the road but i'm not sure we're i'm not sure we're going to be able to put it on the road i'm not sure that this collection's not going to be lost in some boating accident be horrible if I went out on a fishing boat with the entire collection and all of those founding documents. But, you know, stranger things have happened, to. Really? Str- happened? Yes. Str- yes. That would be pretty Str- strange. It would be strange, but they might all be lost in a boating accident hmm. because they must be preserved. When I started collecting all of this stuff, I mean, you won't believe this stuff that we have. Oh, I was going to tell you, I was doing some research on this and um, I have what's called the red pill section and the red pill section. I don't advise you to bring your little kids to little kids. They're teenagers. They should be able to handle it. But it is how man decided that man was God. And it starts with um, origin of the species. And Descent of Man. an Origin of the Species, it's, it's the survival of the fittest races. Okay? It, 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 it talks about half-baked humans, basically. You know, half-monkey people. You know where this is going. This is how it got into science, and people started following the science. And before you know it, we had the Progressive Era. And you have Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood right now is saying when it comes to your abortion, any reason is the right reason. Telling your abortion story is important because the more we talk about this essential form of health care, the more normalized it becomes. Well, not on my watch. So I'm doing some research because I want to have accurate quotes from everybody in this red pill room. And one part of it is Roe versus Wade. Is it murder or is it compassion? who said what? Found this. Now, you tell me why we've never heard this. Maybe you've heard it. I've never heard this. (sighs) Frankly, I had thought at the time when Roe was decided there was a concern about population growth. And particularly growth in populations that we don't want to have too many of. So I really thought Roe was going to be set up for Medicaid funding for abortion. Who said that? Ruth Bader Ginsburg, July 7th, 2009. 2009. 2009. In the New York Times, I invite you to look it up. In fact, I would print it. I'd burn it to disk because you never know when that link is going to be lost. Frankly, I had thought at the time Roe was decided, there was concern about population growth. And this is the part. Population growth, people worried about that. Okay, Not a problem. People worried about that in the 1960s and early 70s. But she goes further than that, particularly growth in populations that we don't want to have too many of. Who are, what, what population would that be, Ruth? What population would that be? These people haven't changed, haven't changed at all. They are the same progressive monsters. That believe they should control your life, decide who lives and who dies, because they are gods. There is no God bigger than the government, and they're in the government, therefore they make the godlike rules. I pray every day for you. I pray every day for our country. I pray for our enemies. I pray for guidance. But I always beg the Lord, please not in the usual way if you can avoid it, but please humble us. A great humbling is coming because we have... Whether you believe in God or not, when you start running your society on lies, on complete falsehoods, when you have taken provable facts and said they're just the opposite, it won't last. How long would your job last if you were you know, running the counter at McDonald's? And people were coming in and saying, oh, this is really good. And you said, in this case, the truth, it's really kind of crappy for you. How long would your job last? How long would McDonald's last if everybody that was behind the counter at McDonald's was saying, you know, these are really unhealthy. I don't eat this stuff myself, but here's your bag. This time, they're telling you complete lies. Oh, there's rat poison in that. Yeah, this is, they make it with rat poison. I don't want to tell you that, but somebody's got to tell you it's rat poison. How long would they last if everybody decided that two and two does equal five? And everybody behind the counter looked at each other when you were paying the bill, and they're like, no, you don't understand math. Wait, no, it, two plus two is four. No, it's not, it's five. Right, Bill? Yeah, that's right. You would go out of business. How do you think you can run a society, a civilization, when you cannot agree on true, eternal principles? You don't have to believe in God. Believe in math. Back in a minute. Imagine if you made a movie in China and had all the Chinese actors. They only spoke Chinese. There was a suspicious lack of uh, references to Taiwan, you know, and then it was put on DVDs in China and shipped to America where they took those DVDs and put them in plastic cases made right here in the USA. Now, would that be an American movie? No, I don't think so. Do you know that 85 percent of our grass fed beef is born, raised, fed in some other country and then shipped here? Killed, cut up, and they call that an American product. No, it's not. And our ranchers are suffering. Our farms are suffering. You can't do the math on farms. You kill the farms, give it to these elites like uh, uh, Bill Gates. What do you think we're going to be eating? Anyway, good ranchers will save you a lot of money. Uh, You can feel good about you know, the 100% American beef, locally sourced meat, if you're putting on your grill, on your plate, fish, chicken, beef, you got it from America. And it's delicious. You lock in your price. Who's saying inflation is going to get worse? No. Good ranchers lock in the price. Goodranchers.com. Use the promo code Beck and save $30. Goodranchers.com. Join the conversation. 888 727 back.
2: The Glenn Beck Program. So when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Uh, If the answer to that is never, then congratulations. You have a life and you're an American citizen who doesn't think about these things. Why would you? It's not supposed to be something you're responsible for. Once you buy the house, you have the title. You shouldn't have to check it every single day. You don't do that with your car title. Problem is, homes titles are online and a criminal can get access to hundreds of thousands of dollars if they are able to commit the crime of home title fraud. And so what do you do? Well, you got to protect yourself. You can sit here and you can complain about it. We can go to the government and wait for them to change it. Maybe they'll pass a new law. Maybe maybe it's somewhere in the, uh, the new debt agreement. Uh, maybe they've solved it yeah. already
1: right yeah in one section but then they delete the, in oh,
2: the next like, so home title fraud is fully legal now yeah. it's like the purge for home title <laughs> right. fraud uh so you got to protect yourself and the way to do that is home title lock home title lock helps shut this kind of thing down Is what they do they do it better than anyone you don't want to find out about this after the damage has been done so be proactive and stop the crime before it happens before they legalize the home title fraud purge uh go to home title lock.com Get uh, 30 risk-free days of protection when you use the promo code back at checkout, HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code back to get the 30 risk-free days. Protect your home. Make sure you're not a victim of whatever is around the corner. HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is back.
1: Yeah. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad that you're uh, here. I gave this story yesterday, but I don't think I could give it enough times. Record drug shortages across the United States are delaying life-saving treatments for thousands of patients around the country. Congress and the White House now scrambling to address a shortfall in prescription drugs. Everything from painkillers to cancer treatments. Hospitals all across the country on a regular basis, sometimes weekly, have to review which drugs are in short supply or not available that week. I don't know if you've been to uh, CVS or wherever you get your, uh, your uh, medicine from, if you have been touched at all by this. The shortage is being most acutely felt in the generic drug market, which accounts for nearly 90%. The U.S. reached a peak level of 295 active drug shortages The FDA says, no, 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 it's only 130. The American Society of Health says, no, no, it's 301 drugs that are missing off the shelves. The FDA says the drug shortage lasts usually for about 18 months. Shortages, however, have stretched on for 15 years. The short supply includes Adderall, Tylenol, uh, antibiotics, including amoxicillin, saline mixtures used in IVs. And almost two dozen kinds of anti-cancer drugs. Just just be prepared. There are things on this one you absolutely can do. This, is, this one has been bothering me for a long time. And I'm just remembering that I think I told you at this time yesterday the same story. So I got to tell it again later on in the show, I think. So the rest of the audience, you know, the schlubs that you're here right at the beginning. You know, you're here. It's the people that roll in later that we have to make up for. I
2: mean, if we're going to save people from medication shortfalls, it really should be these people, not the other
1: ones. <laughs> right. If the other ones come in late. They're yeah, not even here for the whole show. Like, oh, whatever. You know? Anyway. <laughs> uh whatever. Anyway. uh and this is not a commercial. I do commercials for them, but um, this has bothered me for 20 years. How do you do this? If you're on heart medication, what do you do? You're on, uh, you know, some sort of... Uh, uh, psychiatric medication, uh, blood pressure. What do you do? There is a company called Jace Medical. And I think that's the address, isn't it? JaceMedical.com, J-A-S-E Medical. And they're uh, now starting to uh, make year-long prescriptions uh, and filling a year's worth of prescriptions so you have it in your home, including things like, you know, if you have diabetes, because that thing that ain't gonna last long. That's not gonna last long. So yeah, and they also have the Jace case. Which yeah, is, and those are uh, antibiotics. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I mean, this is the this uh, issue issue. I think like we've seen what the supply chain thing can do. We kind of got a preview of this already. Yeah. You know, I waited 14 months for a car. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know this. And um, is...
1: I'm I'm not joking here. I'm not joking. Okay. My house. I'm going on vacation for mm-hmm. two weeks. When I come back, I am told my house will be officially finished. Do you believe it? No. <laughs> no, I don't. But I mean, it, it's all been slowdowns from, you know, I, I still walk into places all the time and they're like, yeah, we don't have any of those things. We don't, we don't. What, what do you, I'm looking for sandpaper. Yeah, we're all out. We're all out. What do you mean you're all out? Learn your lesson and please. Be prepared.
3: The Glenn Back Program.
1: Let me tell you about uh, Grip6, uh, shall I? Grip6 is one of the companies that, you know, I am, I'm the luckiest man in the world because I don't have to take commercials. Um, and I can say no. And we have people lined up, literally lined up uh, to buy commercials for this time next year already. Um And so, I only take the ones that I really want to do business with, and so i 'm looking for companies that are entrepreneurial um, that are American and understand the work ethic in American. One of those companies is Grip Six. now this is a small company um, and for instance, they make socks that 's probably their biggest seller right now, but they they have gone to Americans uh to ranchers that breed. You know, modern wool, they breed these animals, and they take that wool and use an American manufacturer to wash it, process it, weave it into socks, and they sell you the socks. 100% American. Only American-made products and American labor. Check out grip Help them grow. Grip6.com slash
0: back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
2: About to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment
1: this is the glenn Beck program so why is everybody so hopped up on uh, on war in ukraine why are we spending so much money over there what exactly is happening who's running this country and is anybody listening to the people I have Chad Robichaud uh, joining me here in in just a second. He's been to uh, Ukraine. He's seen it firsthand. But I want to start with a couple of theories, a couple of facts that you don't know, probably, uh, and a couple of theories. Who's running this? Why are we so seemingly eager to go to war in 60 seconds? Patriot Mobile, it seems like uh, it wasn't that long ago when the third rail for conversation in business was the same at the dinner table, religion and politics. If you were smart in business, you left that stuff alone and focused on making your customer happy. Do w- it appeal to everyone because everybody needs a light bulb or everybody needs a cell phone. So why would I cut my audience in half? But then the rise of wokeness murdered that notion in our society and just like in the 1930s in other places everything became political absolutely everything well i'm not gonna play that game it's why i have the blaze i don't worry about being fired the only person that's gonna fire me is you so i don't worry about it it's a parallel economy well with the cell phones there is a group of people that were sick of every time they picked up their phone they if they were using verizon they were making a contribution to planned parenthood because that's who they were donating to no thank you switch to patriot mobile and you'll send a message that supports free speech religious freedom sanctity of life the second amendment they're the only christian conservative wireless provider they're 100% U.S.-based customer service team. They make switching easy. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Get free activation today with the offer code Beck. Do that now. Free activation with the offer code Beck at one eight seven eight patriot 878-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. I think one of the uh, bravest and most honest speeches given by any president in the last 70 to 100 years came from Dwight Eisenhower. Here's just a clip of what he said in his farewell address.
3: In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether
1: sought or unsought, by the military industrial complex. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and
0: will persist. We must never let the weight of this combination endanger our liberties or democratic processes.
1: He went on. This was used as, you're a conspiracy theorist if you believe in that. Huh. And it discredited a lot of people. And I always remember hearing the uh, vast right-wing, the military-industrial complex, I I grew up believing it was a conspiracy. Interesting how that works. And yet, where are we today? Who's actually making the decisions? Why are we in Ukraine? Well, there's a couple of reasons, uh, I think. It would be the way that usually when there is a collapse of trust, a trust implosion, I've talked about it for years. Trust implosion is usually the last sign before a country goes to war and then it resets everything. So that's one theory. We just want to go to war to collapse the old system into a new system. And nobody will say anything because they just want the war to stop. The next one is, I think, a very good chance. We're just laundering money over in Ukraine. There's lots of money coming back into the United States. Uh, Your tax dollars going to oligarchs and then coming back here. I think historians will find that everywhere. However, those, that's speculation. I will tell you that the military industrial complex, the educational co- uh, industrial complex, which he also warned about, and the scientific industrial complex, which he also warned about, those three things and what he warned is happening. Back in March, the Pentagon announced a budget for a whopping $842 billion. It expanded authority for multi-year contracts for the supply of aircraft, ships, and ammunition. Guess where the majority of that money is going to go to? Defense contractors, otherwise known as the military-industrial complex. CBS just did a story that said half of the Pentagon's budget, half, will go to defense contractors. Meanwhile, uh, some of our our soldiers have to have food stamps. Surprise, surprise, CBS found that these defense contractors are gouging the government with insanely inflated prices. Do you want to know why Ukraine is so important? I want you to listen to this.
2: The Pentagon granted companies unprecedented leeway to monitor themselves. Instead of saving money, Assad told us the price of almost everything began to rise. In the competitive environment before the companies consolidated, a shoulder-fired Stinger missile cost $25,000 in 1991. With Raytheon now the sole supplier, it cost more than $400,000 to replace each missile sent to Ukraine. Even accounting for inflation and some improvements, that's a sevenfold
1: increase. A sevenfold increase. Now, since when has technology made things more expensive? These have been around forever. And they're getting more expensive. What technology does that? Especially when you're making them in bulk. So a seven-fold increase. CNN reported that Ukraine has asked for 500 Stinger missiles, $400,000 a piece, 500 Stinger missiles per day, per day. That's $20 million every day we're giving to Ukraine just in Stinger missiles. Last year, the Pentagon had allocated nearly $1.5 billion just to restock our own troops with that weapon. This is the fattest cash cow ever. The United States is giving these defense contractors all of this money. They're making things, shipping them. Do you know some of the stuff from Ukraine was just found on our border? Did you know that? How did that happen? How did that happen? Defense contractors are making record-shattering profits. Now, we looked at the list of the top 10 contractors in the country. Stu, when I say the military-industrial complex, who do you think? I mean, big defense contractors. Like? Raytheon. Raytheon. Okay. McDonnell Douglas. Sure. Stuff like that. Do mm-hmm. you know four of the top 10 are pharmaceutical companies four of the top 10 two of the four were the largest vaccine providers moderna which partnered with the government creating the mrna covid vaccine okay two of the four were the were the covid vaccine providers and four of them are pharmaceutical companies is that just a one-off because of COVID, or is what's the what's the reasoning for that? Uh, I don't. I mean, well, they have to make sure everybody's inoculated. Right. Got I, that going on. Now they I do. Have,
2: they do have a bunch of other vaccines that the military sure members
1: receive. Right, so four of the top ten that does, are pharmaceuticals, pharmaceutical no. companies, and the and the guys making be. the Stinger missiles. Again, when when
2: one missile costs four hundred thousand dollars, how could Well, How could these programs
1: possibly be costing this? Remember, who was the harshest on uh, getting the vaccines? The Pentagon. But the vaccine doesn't cost
2: $400,000 a shot. There's something else going on.
1: There is something else going on. I don't know what it is, but the government has partnered with all of these people, Hmm. and they are bilking you. They are taking your money and transferring that wealth not to the poor but to the uber rich that's who's running this country the military industrial complex the scientific industrial complex and the educational industrial complex all three warned about by eisenhower they i mean think of this everything just the military industrial complex pandemic response vaccines forever wars I don't know. When Biden announced his presidential transition team, it was discovered that one third of his Pentagon team came from organizations financed by defense contractors. Once he became president, he began filling top Pentagon positions with weapons suppliers. Last year, Biden traveled to Lockheed Martin, the largest defense contractor in the country, To cheer them on as they made the Javelin missiles to be sent to Ukraine. So who's running this war? The figurehead in chief or the owner of the companies that are now making billions off of this war? 25 members of Congress sat on the National Security Committee. At the same time, those 25 members traded financial assets with the defense industry. You imagine how rich you can be if you know a giant contract? You've just been a part of approving is going and nobody else knows it. And it's not illegal for you to use that insider information. You know how much this is how these people go to Washington and become rich. You're working hard. They're they're trading on insider uh, on insider information and they're being led by the nose. The, the, the corruption is staggering, staggering. And the only way to stop it is to give the purse strings back to Congress as dictated. In the Declaration or in the Constitution of the United States, the Constitution is set up for a reason, checks and balances. The purse strings go to the branch that is the closest to the people, the House. And they tried to do something yesterday. And 70 members, 70 Republicans, I told you yesterday, I feel like we do actually have some good Republicans in there. Those 70 members, I'm going to post them. I want you to know their names. Those are people that stood up and said, nope, we're not passing it because this is a game. Those 70 members, and I think there were 43 Democrats. We'll have to look and why they said they weren't going to, because some of them were like, "Yeah, it's not enough communism. Right. Yeah. Mostly that was the opposition there. Yeah. Uh, However, I think we have people fighting for us. Today, it's going to the Senate. Everything you're hearing about this bill is garbage i don't know about you when uh, you know if i'm going to understand a bill i'm going to go to mike lee mike lee is i mean mike lee is the guy in the senate everybody goes to mike what does this mean he's the guy he was just on he said glenn this is a disastrous bill disastrous it cannot pass he said it is just free spending forever All of the little things, you know, we had Thomas Massey on and and bless his heart. I don't mean that in a Southern sort of way. Uh, He is a good guy, but he was duped. He was duped. Today is the day. We are, if you don't act today, you may lose your country tomorrow. And I think there are far too few people in America that believe that could be true. But I, as sure as I, I, I said in 1999, within 10 years, there'll be blood bodies and buildings in the streets of this city, New York City. And it will have the signature of Osama bin Laden on it. Said that in 99, it didn't wait 10 years. Everybody said that I was crazy. I'm telling you, one day you're going to w- wake up and you're going to realize it's gone. It's gone. Stand up today and call your senator and tell your senators call all of the republicans. Do not I will remember how you voted and all of my friends and I will I will make sure we remind everybody. I don't care if it's in 4 years. I'm going to remind everyone, don't vote for you. This is the line. No, no more out of control spending because I can, I would bet you, I can't guarantee, I would bet you, I'd bet you my house, that all this money sloshing around, going over to Ukraine, a lot of it. Is being used to literally dismantle our country from our enemies inside our country. And uh, there's too many slush funds. And all of those dollars have your name on it. No. Call the Senate and say no. All right. Our sponsor this half hour is American Financing. The Federal Reserve has continued to raise interest rates. Uh, it looks, looks like they're going to do it again this month, which means that money's going to get harder and tougher for you. If you were a business <laughs> with the amount of money that the United States has to finance for the slush funds. You think you're going to get any of that money from a bank? No, they're going to make it really hard for you and your credit card bills are going to go up to the moon, Alice. You don't need to be tacking additional years into paying those things off, especially when you don't know how bad things are going to get economically over the next few years, Batten down the hatches. Now this may not be right for everybody, but I certainly would consider it. If you have high interest credit cards that you're just paying the minimum payment on, you are, you are going to really, really struggle As this interest rate continues to go up and right now American financing is saving people between an average of 700 to $1,000 a month plus you could be able to delay up to two mortgage payments close in as little as 10 days and get that credit card off your plate American financing. No obligation. Call them now. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing. NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 10 seconds. Station ID. Do you said something to me in my ear as we were yes, going, you're... and I cannot remember.
2: What yeah, you, you nodded and you said yes. And then, and then of then course, obviously, you weren't listening to me at all. Um, what's, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to point people to all this information that you did. You did, uh, and this is available on the full show that you did this week um, YouTube channel, Blaze TV. Uh, go watch it. Get all the information.
1: Yeah, this was this was the military-industrial complex. I, I I don't remember what we even called it, but it was like you know who's really running the country. Why everyone seems to be running to Ukraine? Uh, Lindsey Graham. Do you know? Found an incredible quote from Lindsey Graham. Mm. He's you know all pro war. He said. Uh, uh, he said if if. The best friend of a defense contractor could be a senator. His name would be Lindsey Graham. Some, something like that. Something outrageous. <laughs> like, if there was a contractor uh, voting for this stuff in the Senate, his name would be Lindsey Graham.
2: I'm like, what do you— Is that a brag? It's a weird it brag. It is a weird brag.
1: Yeah. But he, he loves it. Uh, and it's another money laundering system really is
2: bad and you know of course it also it's not a money a money laundering system is bad a money
1: laundering system that risks world war three kind of worse Stu, (laughs) you know i laid this out last night just think america think of it this way this is not a pro-putin statement okay i think what russia did is absolutely wrong they've killed hundreds of thousands of people it's horrible that said think of it this way Russia came to us, and I'll show you last night, I'll show you everything. They came and they wanted a deal with the United States, and all they wanted was, you're not going to make them a NATO country. Easy for us to say. Reagan said it. No, we're not. Okay? Easy. Instead, Biden, when they came and made a deal, Ukraine and the Russians had a deal, and we said no. Boris Johnson comes back in and says, absolutely not. And we break the deal up. Right before any of this happens. Why? Why? Now, I want you to think of it from Russia's point of view. What they're saying is you cannot put those missiles and you cannot have a NATO country in right on our border. Now, let's just say roles are reversed and we're not talking even missiles, which I think are worse. We're saying. You know, the borders are out of control. Mexico's not doing anything. We need to take a hundred mile or 50 mile swath of certain parts of Mexico. And so we just march in and take it. And then Mexico is like, we got to fight back, but we can't fight America. And Russia starts to arm them with the latest, greatest technology. And then they start using that technology in our cities. And then they say, we're not just going to stop there. We don't want just our land back. We're going to take some of yours. And Russia was saying, oh, and the toppling of the American government is what we want. Do you think we would sit around and not use everything? My gosh. It's one of those days. Let me tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. Look, let me just say this. You're going to get a great agent. Uh, If you're looking for somebody, this doesn't cost you. Uh, These agents have been fully vetted by my crew, realestateagentsitrust.com. That's it, realestateagentsitrust.com. I'm paying for this stupid ad, so I can do whatever I want, and I don't feel like doing ads today. (laughs) Yes, I know what it's costing me. Don't care. realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there. Get a real estate agent. Help me help you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. There you go. There you
2: go. That, that was great. And you still have 30 <laughs> seconds to talk about the collapse of all society. Or not
1: talk. Or just
2: not talk. You just want to let the music yeah, run? People,
1: people never get to hear this music. No, they never get all to right, hear it. You, you know how much this music costs me? <laughs> and then we talk over it and you don't ever hear it. It's great, isn't it? <laughs>
2: Or you can see the whole show on Blaze TV and also Glenn's YouTube channel. Don't miss it. Blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Mm
1: -hmm. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Glad you're here. Um, I, I, I don't know what it is going to take. I I was talking to somebody yesterday from Sweden. They're a journalist in Sweden and, uh, she was in the office and I said, how are things going with ESG? And she said, nobody in Europe really even understands it. And I, I said to her, who can, who do you know that is speaking out? Who can uh, have an impact in Europe on this. She said, nobody, they, they're just shutting everybody down. You can't do it. And if it wasn't for uh, Russell Brand and quite honestly, you, this audience, I don't think America would have gotten it either. And they're way ahead of us in some places. We're way ahead of them in, uh, in other places. But, uh, you know, all of this stuff, you, it, what you're being told is not true. And the military industrial complex, the scientific industrial complex, uh, and the educational industrial complex, all making money from the government. And with this new budget deal, we'll make even more money and grow even bigger. They're the ones calling the shots. Well, it's all private public partnerships. They're the ones calling the shots. And I just, I don't know how, when you are against war, first of all, I don't know what happened to all the anti-war people. What happened to them? Where where did you go? Where's Cindy, what, Cindy Sheehan? Where where, where are you? Where are you? When we righteously wanted to strike back after 9-11, all these, not in my name. Okay, now I can understand maybe Iraq, but Afghanistan? And that's not, you know, saying for the strategy was pretty poor, but w- w- where are you now? You're all for it. Why? Because you don't believe a damn word you're saying. The ones that do are switching sides and they're not coming to- and they're not like, I'm all of a sudden uh, uh, conservative. They're just getting out of that cesspool and they're like, I can't be uh, what they say is a liberal. I can't be a Democrat because that goes against everything I've always believed. Where are more of those people? Where are more of those people? Where are the people that understand, as I explained, Ukraine with our own border? Any doubt in your mind, Stu, if we just to protect ourselves, we said we're going to take, I don't know, 20 miles past our border and we're just going to annex it. Because it's chaos, and we need to be on the other side of the river to stop it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know this is never going to happen. But <laughs> let's so say we was, did Are you that. proposing this as a policy? Because it does sound interesting. <laughs> yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's just say we did that mm-hmm. Okay, for our own security as a nation. Um, because Mexico just wouldn't help us. They were working against us. Even if it was irrational.
2: Yeah. We, we just did it. Like, we, we were the aggressors. We,
1: we crossed this border. Correct. We would be wrong for mm-hmm. doing it. Right. But we did it. Okay. And Mexico couldn't defend themselves against us. And so Russia stepped in and said, this is an abomination. Even if we all knew, yeah, it really was wrong of us to do that. But we did it for the right reasons, our own security. Russia starts arming the Mexicans and training the Mexicans. And we should point out, too,
2: an important part of this publicly yeah, publicly. Not, not like leaking in arms in some proxy situation that we're like, we don't know what you're talking about. We're not sending the missiles. No, openly.
1: Openly doing yeah. press conferences and bragging about right. it. Right. And, and sending Did you see the latest? We're sending them more drones. Russia yes. in Moscow is being attacked by drones. And so what do we do? We send the Ukrainians more drones? <laughs> okay, so then... Let's say Mexico, with the help of Russia, comes, takes back some of that territory, but then starts to move in. take San Antonio. It's like, you know what? You started it, we're taking it. And they took San Antonio. And it was all being financed and run by the Russians, who were openly saying, we're going to topple that regime. Do, Do you think we wouldn't use nukes if we had to? Do you think we wouldn't declare war? We would declare war on on the Russians in a heartbeat if that was the situation. Why is it so unreasonable to think that with all that we are doing that they're not they're showing incredible restraint because I don't think we'd have that restraint? And if this, and they're bad, but I don't. I'm not sticking up for Putin or the not Russians. Not at all. Not at I all.
2: I hate what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, if you look at, if you kind of look at this as pretty obviously would turn into World War Three if we actually got into a war with Russia. Right? Oh yeah, it's World War Three,
1: and the and the end of the dollar and everything else because the dollar collapses. We have no armaments because wh- what have we been doing? We've been giving them all away. And what is stopping this? The only thing stopping it
2: right now solely is the restraint of Vladimir Putin, which, by the way, is not something I can depend on. No. He's shown over and over again. He has almost no restraint. He just went in and invaded a country completely in, in, a, in a completely ridiculous fashion and an illegal fashion, an abhorrent fashion. I mean, that, this invasion, I can't say enough how much I hate it. That being said... Uh, if this same scenario played out the other way, we would 100% be at war with the... We would be outwardly saying we are at war with Russia. And, and in a way, they are saying that. Now, they haven't acted that way yet, thankfully. Russia has not... They they have said... They've had officials come out and say, we are at war with the West. We are at war with, these,
1: with, with the United States. Um, you, you know why we were at war with Japan? We cut off their oil. That's why. We forced other countries well, I mean, to isolate them and cut off their their oil started exactly the same way as so you're saying that predating pearl harbor yeah predating pearl that, harbor. Causes pearl yeah, harbor, that causes pearl Harbor. yeah that causes pearl Harbor. that's why we go yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, look I, congratulations
2: and and i don't know let's let's uh let's think about it in another way ronald reagan in his prime one of the best certainly the guy who you maybe most credit globally for ending the cold war mm-hmm. a guy who really knew this issue was really strong on it and i have as much faith in a president to uh to execute something like this as i could possibly have with ronald reagan if he were there maybe you could make the argument well this is This is a a very slippery slope and a really tough line to walk. But, you know, if anybody could do it, it's Ronald Reagan. Instead, we have Joe Biden and Kamala Harris attempting to walk this line. And this Pentagon. And this Pentagon, which is a different situation than it was back in the day. No, Maybe we will, but maybe Reagan God wouldn't, will bless us to avoid a World War III scenario, Maybe, but man,
1: I, I... I mean, it's going to take him to avoid it. These guys yeah, are yeah. hell-bent on this, and it, and, and it's not Reagan, Either. and I wouldn't support it with Reagan. But at least I'd have some faith that
2: he'd make the, the best yes. decisions possible. He wouldn't be doing what we're doing. And even if you don't think like it's something that's intentional, just the, the bumbling idiocy of these people, they, they can't do... Anything, right? So you know, anything. So, and we're trying to micromanage World War Three on the backs I, of these buffoons. Can
1: I just do a Red Cell session with you right now? Just yes. you know what Red Cell is? It's a wargaming thing that the government does with fiction writers. Okay, uh, and they're just like, think of the different possibilities. Let's wargame this out. Well, so let me let me Red Cell uh, game this out as someone who wishes our country ill and is on the inside. We've got a problem with uh, you know these Republicans and the Trump supporters and the people who are for the Constitution, they're, and they're gaining steam, and it's it's not going to be good. We've got to silence them. I know. Well, we were, and then Elon Musk shows up. Well, put the screws to him some more, but that's not going to be enough because people still have some hope. Is there anything in history? Well. Woodrow Wilson, he said he wasn't going to get us in. If you just elect him again, he wouldn't he would keep us out of the war. And then right after he was elected, he got us into a war which allowed him to then say freedom of speech had to be curbed. And so he could silence all of the people who were against the war and he put them in prison. Now, the next president came in and pardoned them, but he put them in prison. So you want to silence people, you want to collapse the economy, you want to be able to have military or police take control internally, I think this is a good plan. Let's go to war. Hmm. And look, he had control, Wilson had control of the Justice Department and everything else. They did a there was the Black Tom. I've talked about this before, but nobody knows it. The Black Tom event uh, like 1914 or 13. And uh, it's this gigantic explosion of all of these munitions and the munitions blow up because there was a German saboteur that came in and set fire to the place. Well, it was right before the election and Wilson was saying we can't go to war. And so I can't. I, I can't have a German saboteur be responsible for that. So he blamed the corporations that don't care about people's safety because it works with my other plan. OK, these corporations, we need an expert. Uh, and so he did nothing about it. And then the world kind of forgot about it. Until. Until. December 7th. The Pentagon had done a research for uh, FDR because he said, I want to round up all these Japanese, they're enemies. And they're like Japanese Americans. No, I don't think so. He said he sent a general out to do a study. He did. He came back and he's like, you're wrong. They're good Americans. They're not spies. You're telling me there's not going to be a spy. Well, no, I'm not telling you that, but I'm telling you the majority are good Americans and you can't do it. Hmm. December 7th happened and he comes out and says, December 7th, you know, we saw what could be done and there could be saboteurs. And if you remember Black Tom, we have the report now on what really happened. And that was a German saboteur. And that could happen here. And he used that 20 years later to round up the Japanese. And he did it with the entire industrial complex backing him up. He did it with the entire government backing him up. So you're saying that
2: a lot of the stuff related to Ukraine is out of the never let a crisis go to waste playbook, right?
1: Oh, my gosh. I think this is the biggest money laundering scam ever. Mm. I think this is this is corruption. Central because there was is, obviously a very real event with Russia invading. Yeah. And but our reaction very, to it is. Yeah. And they're it's taking advantage exactly of it. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. They're taking advantage of it. They're doing it with ESG. They're doing it with the oil. So they accomplished that. Uh, I think they are doing it to grow the military industrial complex as well. And the scientific complex. Uh, they're also I mean, this is pure speculation, But I don't trust that there's not a lot of money and a lot of weapons being sold on the black market or coming back here in the form of cash from offshore accounts into accounts of Americans. This is redistribution of wealth, except all these stupid Marxists that are for all of these people are like, yeah, we're going to get it. Now, you are going to get it, believe me, but it's not going to be the power of the money. All of it is going To the top, making the rich and the evil rich, and there is a difference, the evil rich richer. It's just my opinion. Back in just a second. Michael lives in Connecticut. He used to play a lot of tennis, at least he used to, until he started having uh, regular and debilitating pain in his right elbow. At first, he just lost his killer serve. Then eventually, he couldn't play at, at all anymore. That affected his life. When he heard me talking about, on this show, Relief Factor, he decided he'd give it a try. I mean, what did he have to lose? Michael, I'm glad that you took it, and I'm glad you wrote in. He said uh, after uh, a few weeks, he started to feel better, decided to go out and play tennis again. He said, my killer serve has returned. Get your life back. Try Relief Factor now. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four, relief. ReliefFactor.com. Three-week trial. It's a quick start for 1995. Take it as directed. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. The Glenn Beck Program. So I want to take you back, uh, what was it, a week and a half ago? The Missouri man uh, who took a U-Haul, he was from St. Louis. He flies out to Washington. He has a plan to kill the president or kidnap a member of the president's family, shoot up the White House, and take over. Okay? Clearly, the guy's nuts. He comes in, and he tries to bash through the gates of the White House with a U-Haul truck. Why a U-Haul truck? Why? Why? Why don't you just rent a car? There's nothing in it. What What are you doing? You yeah. think the truck is going to help you? Maybe. Maybe. Okay, so he rents the U-Haul truck. Then all kinds of things I've never seen before happen. Uh, he is in his car, and as he gets out, he is holding a Nazi flag uh, and waving that around. Okay, why? He's not a white supremacist. He's Indian. He's from India. Okay. He's a legal citizen here, but he's from India. So what happens next? The prosecutor drops the charges on the attempt to harm or kill the president or his family, and they just charge him uh, with um, uh, mischief and uh, property damage. Oh, oh okay. okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, the prosecutors argued last week that he needs to remain behind bars. Now listen to this sentence. Due to his anti-democratic views, he expressed in a speech inside the defendant's journal. No, that's not why he should remain behind bars, because of what he wrote or what he believed. No, the fact that he took that belief and went to the White House to kill the president, that's the crime not what he wrote in his journal, not for his belief. What the hell is going on with this case? We'll keep following it, quite honestly, so you don't have to. sick twisted freak welcome to the program have you called your senators yet you should because everything you're hearing in the media and from mccarthy and all of these people about how great this is absolutely wrong the the guy i trust to look at any bill in fact he is the go-to guy in the house and the senate everybody goes to him and says hey what does this really say is mike lee he is beside himself with what is actually in this bill. He's, it's worse than nothing. It's worse than that. Call your Senator. They're voting on it, probably today. And there's, he says there's 20 senators right now, lock, lockstep. They will not vote for it on the Republican side. He said, we can stop it if we can get 25 to 30. Call your Senator. Texas, have you called Cornyn? Have you you made that call yet? Utah, have you called Mitt Romney yet? Remind them that they work for you politely. Remind them they work for you and they're coming up for a job review soon. And you will work on anybody's campaign. I'll work on Benji the Dog's campaign. And Benji's been dead since like 1978. I'll elect a dead dog over you. Vote no. This message paid for by Benji Twenty Twenty Four. Goldline is uh, celebrating Memorial Day for the whole week with a special offer to both their new and existing cli- uh, clients. With just this spending bill, <sighs> it's it's so crazy. The cuts in one portion are negated in the very next section where it's like yeah the white house sole discretion they can they can stop that last thing that we were saying we don't even need we're not even gonna read it uh you could have six trillion dollars spent by uh january 2025 okay six trillion dollars added this is insanity and you know what happens they're not gonna nobody's gonna pay for that nobody's nobody's gonna lend that to us oh yeah china's gonna lend it nobody's gonna lend that to us they're gonna have to just write an iou because they're already through all your social security money write an iou to the federal reserve the banks and they'll print the money and then they'll spend it and then you're they're gonna spend it and expect you to go out and buy things but you don't have any money because already, if you're living at $55,000 a year, you are already uh, over the new poverty. It's actually $33,000 a year is the poverty line. But, you know, it, people generally say 50000 and you can kind of make it. Family of four, you're making $80,000 a year. You're, you're not making it. You're not making it. And that's all because of inflation. What do you think's coming? Goldline, celebrating Memorial Day this week with special offer to both new and existing clients. Sometimes I forget I'm in a commercial. With every tube of 25 of Goldline's popular one-quarter ounce Mayflower Gold Round, you'll, you're going to receive at no charge either five of the five-ounce Silver American Flag Bars, or you can opt to receive 25 of the one-ounce Liberty Bell Silver Rounds. When it comes to gold... Buy as small as you possibly can uh, when it comes to silver uh maybe the five maybe the five ounce bar uh, i i I like the one ounce Liberty bell silver rounds uh, and silver is going to play a role in uh, a transition period i think eight six six gold line eight six six goldline or goldline dot com Stu do you have on your uh To-do list, to prepare for, you know, trouble, alcohol. Now, I'm asking you as an alcoholic. (laughs) Um,
2: To prepare for trouble? No. To prepare for this weekend? Yes. 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 Yes.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. I think. Now, remember, I'm an alcoholic whose faith also restricts alcohol. Right. (laughs) And I'm saying, go to a liquor store. I'll see you later. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Here's why. It is anesthesia. anesthesia, If there is no painkillers, it it is also, uh, you know, uh, not as good as rubbing alcohol, but tastes better. Uh, (laughs) You know, you can use it for many things. And uh, there's going to be a lot of people that are just going to want to trade for alcohol. Wait a minute. You have alcohol? Now, tell them that you have it buried in a backyard, some far, far away place from your house. Um, but there's, there, th- th- we have mm. to start thinking about trade and trading.
2: You know, and you can get Bud Light cheap right now. So go out and buy Bud Light is what Glenn Beck just Here's said. Here's
1: what I want. I want a Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light can. There were only like 10 made or something like that. I thought there's only one made. No, I, mean, I, I
2: thought think Dylan they made Mulvaney that.
1: had it. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think that there was a, a few of them that were made. Cause didn't he come up with a tray of a bunch of them? Maybe you're right. Yeah, but I, but they didn't do they didn't sell them. That I know. Yeah. Not that I would trade that. I just think no. that is an important piece
2: of American history. It's a pretty important piece. Yeah. but obviously, uh, you know, you you don't necessarily want to go with the carbonated beverage route for your particular uh, needs here. Would that be something that would be allowable, uh, you know, faith wise for you? Like, Is there like if you're using it for medicinal purposes? Medicinal yes. purposes. Yes. So you you know. There you go. You get, there's yeah. your route, Glenn. I mean, I don't know if the Glenn, you're, I don't know if the would, sick,
1: Glenn. Am I? Yeah. Really? You know, I should diagnose myself. I am a doctor. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, you found your okay, way around is all is really the rules. This no. is really not good. This is
2: really not good. No. Um, no, but you really think that that is something? Uh, yeah, I think there's. I, I and aside. I think we
1: have to start really. I mean, there's not a lot of people that are thinking this way. Not enough. No. Not enough that are are that really understand this could come flying apart at any minute at any minute you go to war with russia done you you have if, if they don't pass this you actually have a secretary of our treasury and a president that might actually default on the the uh the debt to win their position, send a message. Send a message. There, there's no way we default on the debt. None.
2: There should be Zero. no reason. You would just pay. Well, you would not pay other bills first. Yes. Right? Like, you would just make sure our creditors got their money. Correct. Just like, by the way, Everyone Every, would do, right? Everyone does. When you when you have a problem of financially for a month, you make sure your credit cards are paid, your, your right. mortgages paid, your car payments paid, and maybe you don't go out to the movies. Maybe you don't do those extra things that month. If you're cutting corners, maybe you don't go buy new clothes that month.
1: You want to fix the we, country? That's how. That's honestly what you do. You because you you just don't you don't raise the debt ceiling. Period. I don't. There's no deal you can make. I'm not raising the debt ceiling. No. Do you think 31.4 trillion's enough? Is that what you're trying <laughs> well, to tell me right now? I mean more is always better, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm thinking no. Right, like you know,
2: and, and like if we were in a rational society where we could say, all right, uh, let's say 35 trillion. But it it will be constitutionally guaranteed we could never go over that number. Like I'd something crazy like that which would never happen. But if that were to be true, like you could make the argument, all right, we've gone along way down this really wrong road. Let's turn ourselves around. Might take a few steps. We've got a lot of momentum going down here. Take a few steps to slow ourselves down and then turn around and go the other way. Stay away from that $35 number at all costs. But we have no ability to do that. We're not even considering it. I mean, all these deals don't plan to actually keep us under some future debt limit number. It's just a negotiation point to do a little bit of cost cutting around the, the edges. And... If you talk to Mike Lee, you're not even really getting that. But, like, if they were trying to sell this to us, Glenn is like, okay, look, the President of the United States told us he wasn't even going to talk about this. He just wanted it raised for nothing. He spent 97 days not even negotiating. The only reason we're close to this deadline at all
1: is because of because
2: of him saying, no, I won't talk to you. So, considering we started with absolutely nothing, the fact that we reclaimed $2 billion from the IRS is a win. It's a crappy 2 billion dollars. Now you know I don't believe this. Argument, I know, but I, I, mean, know if you I know that. I know. Pitching it that way and you said, "All right, look, they had 80 billion, now they got 78. It's a little bit better. We don't have any power to do with this by our, by ourselves. They still have the presidency, they still have the Senate. So, look, we we take the
1: small win here and fight it out later on. So the IRS, we just cut 2 billion dollars, but not really. 2 billion dollars they were given what 87 billion dollars for new workforce I thought it was 80, 80, so 80 78 remaining okay 78 remaining think about what they can buy with 78 billion dollars I mean, 78 billion dollars That should be a, a decade of funding to the IRS so, oh yeah so just try this of, on try this on for size the IRS just in the last 2 years has spent over 10 million dollars on weaponry and gear they also began hiring agents that will carry gun and guns and make arrests with job openings now in all 50 states. Broken down, $2.3 million has been spent on ammunition alone. The remaining has gone into shields, rifles, and tactical shotguns. They better not be black rifles. If someone breaks the law, I guess it's a tax law. Do we have to have the SWAT team? Open the books, broke down the numbers, indicating 4,500 guns, over 5 million rounds of ammunition have been stockpiled. Uh, there are now more federal agents with arrest and firearm authority, 200,000, than there are U.S. Marines, 186,000. I don't know. I, I think they can, you know, we, we lasted this long without... Uh, SWAT teams for the farmers and the tax accountants. It's what you have an FBI for, I thought. It's almost like it's building an army. Hmm. I have to tell you, I, I am mm. I told you today that that I'm uh, I'm I'm in the middle of acquiring A lot of history. Uh, I just purchased um, the bell from the bell tower. I can't remember the name of the Catholic Church, but it was the Catholic Church. Most people don't know. Nagasaki was where Christians hid out for years up until like 1900. It was illegal to be Christian. So all the underground church in Japan was in Nagasaki. Nagasaki. And then when it became legal, the Catholics built this giant cathedral there. It was a thousand yards away from the bomb. Uh, And so it was it was holding mass at the time. Obviously, everyone vaporized and you should see the pictures of this cathedral before and after. There's nothing left. All of the bells, but one melted, gone, one remained. I just acquired that. You'll see that in St. George. Uh, It's going to be really incredible stuff. It's incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. And you know, some of the other things that I'm trying to acquire now that are (laughs) incredible, stunning, right? uh, It's overwhelming, honestly.
2: I mean, we've done museums before that were really good, but the, the, the level that this is at now is really getting insane,
1: insane, Uh, insane. And uh, we're taking, uh, a lot of it, not all of it, by far. You'll fact probably see maybe two percent, one percent, two percent of the museum's collection.
2: Oh, and, you know, and I have a, a a family member, an uncle who's a history teacher. And yeah. he was he was down here. Uh, I don't know,
1: two years ago now. Yeah,
2: and you took him on a tour yeah. of the of the museum, which is what half the size of what it is now.
1: And he was completely
2: oh, blown away about all the stuff that was in yeah. there. I mean, it's it's incredible.
1: You'll learn more about history just in that 90 minutes that you're there than you'll ever. You've ever learned in your life, most likely, unless you're a. Well, I think even if you went to school, but if you went to school recently, especially. Um, But I am really becoming concerned that this is not going to be able to be seen soon. I, I, I really think that we are headed down a road where this stuff uh, could be claimed. It would be destroyed. Uh, it would be claimed as the government just coming in and saying, those are that, that's national treasure, whatever. Um, destroyed. Uh, come see it. Come see it this summer. Take your family. Uh, there's only uh, and they're generally in the later afternoon or early, early morning or later, later at night uh, for a few days um, are left. The tickets already sold out in Idaho, about 90% sold out in, uh, in St. George. And I, I mean, this was a test to see if I could put it on the road year-round. I'm not sure that we can. The Some of the things we have to do to protect it and everything else, and I'm just not sure. Uh, it might have to be, it might, pray that it's not lost in a horrible boating accident, because that would be, Well, dig a very big boat and a very big lake, but it could happen. It's really irresponsible for you to take them out on the water. I know. I'm not planning on it, but you never know. know Um, All right. Uh, You can find the tickets at unitedwepledge.org, unitedwepledge.org. And there's also a dinner. The dinner in St. George all sold out, but the uh, fundraising dinner in idaho i think it just went up for sale and there's maybe 60 seats left maybe um summer is here that means it is time to beat the heat with blinds.com and right now you can save 45 percent on selected products your home is going to look a lot better once you've gotten new window treatments from blinds.com it's the easiest way to make your windows look great uh and you don't have to do anything you just click installation and checkout. if you if you want to do them yourself that's fine But it's one low price, no matter how many blinds or shades or shutters, drapes need to be. I mean, you do the whole house and you'll still save that one price at checkout. Just click installation. They'll help you with the design experts all free. This is why they have sold 25 million window coverings and counting. Rest easy. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. It's blinds.com. S- save now 45% on selected products at blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 10 seconds, station ID. So there's a couple of stories here. Um, First of all, there was the uh story we haven't covered yet about um about Joe Biden. I'm trying to find it. The, the the new things that are out now about uh Hunter Biden are are extraordinarily disturbing. They are really starting to pile up. Um Ray yesterday met with Congress from the FBI um because the Congress had uh, a a confidential source from the FBI that that was a trusted source of the FBI that came in and filed uh, a report and said, your vice president, Joe Biden at the time, is taking bribes. And here it is. And it's five million dollars. And here's how it's working. And it outlines all of it. Um so the House said, you've got to come and bring that document. And they subpoenaed it. the FBI stonewalled, stonewalled, stonewalled. Well, last night was the or yesterday was the last day. And uh, Christopher Ray said, well, you can come to my office and see it, but I'm not bringing it to the Capitol. And, and they said, Chuck Grassley said, fine, that's fine. Uh, we'll come over and see it. But we're also, we're also going to press charges on contempt with you. So Comer and Grassley went over and saw this. We don't know what's in it, Um, but the question is not just what's in it. What did the FBI do in investigation and the speculation again, speculation? I don't have any inside intelligence uh, uh, tells us today. I don't have any. This is speculation. Um that they didn't do anything. In fact, they started to discredit the confidential human source. Okay. So somebody they trusted when they, when he filed this, they started to discredit him and they didn't do anything looking into it. That's as important as the bribery. If the justice department is burying things and discrediting people that have evidence that, Hey, Hey, Corruption is happening. That's just as bad. So Biden, whether he committed bribery or not, I don't know. But what did the FBI and Justice Department do when they got that information? Mm -hmm. That's going to be interesting to uh, to watch.
2: An interesting uh, addition to the Ray thing, too, is right now, like, you know, the Trump team is saying, like, look at Ron DeSantis. He uh, showed uh, approval of Christopher Ray. Do you believe that? And DeSantis's team is like, wait a minute, Trump, that was your nominee, and they're going back and forth. Can we just take that one off the table? Like everyone was wrong on that. We should just point out the one senator who did vote against Christopher Ray. One was Rand Paul. Huh. And so, if you want to, you want to give him some anyone credit on that particular issue. It's Rand Paul. All the candidates that are currently in the race, they don't get to really talk about
1: that. Can one. I, Can I ask you how how weird is it that Donald Trump is saying that? New York was better than no. Florida in deaths and COVID. I, I don't even... As a man who uh, happens to be the uh, purveyor of
2: Andrew Cuomo was awful.com, please don't get me started on this particular point. It is I mean, unreal. there is no way to make that no. case. No. no no way to make that case. No, and look, Trump doesn't believe it. We all know he doesn't believe it. He's just saying it because it, right now he's at a, in a war with DeSantis. He, he was... Much more honest back when he was uh, criticizing Quomo. He doesn't believe Cuomo is better than anybody. <laughs> we all know that, but it's the game that we're going to play here for the next year. Get ready, everybody. The Glenn back Program.
1: I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. I love it when we have infighting and we're mm. shooting each other. Fun. Uh, anyway, sometimes sleep is hard. Uh, you wouldn't think something so simple would be so difficult to accomplish. I know my kids have it down. Oh, everything about youth wasted on those kids wasted. I think you should be born old because once you have wisdom, then you're ready to do stuff. Oh, anyway, uh, there's something called relief factor sleep, just like the regular relief factor that you take to help with your pain. Relief factor sleep is 100 percent drug free. I will tell you, as parents, uh, my wife and I have had a hard time sleeping uh, recently. In fact, my wife Said to me, "Uh, I don't think I've really slept well for maybe three days. I'm taking some relief factor sleep. I asked her next day, Did you get any sleep last night? She's like, I slept like a log. Uh, It really helps. You do not feel it the next day at all. Unleash the power of great sleep. Call 800, the number four relief. 800, the number four relief. Relieffactor.com. Dream big, sleep tight with relief sleep. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn
2: and get a subscription to Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn and save.
1: I didn't realize how bad this was until uh, they said, okay, 30 seconds. <laughs> Stu and I are actually sitting here going, all right, so <laughs> where do we go? I mean, where do we go? Do we go? And he's like, St. Kitts. And I'm like, St. Kitts. You can't go to St. Uh, Kitts. St. Kitts got the rich there in the first place. But St. Kitts, very affordable uh global
2: citizenship package not that i've looked into it at all <laughs> uh you know you've got and you disagree caribbean, caribbean island yeah because i feel yeah. like because you're always like oh we gotta go to like israel and get citizenship
1: but, like Israel's like they're getting attacked now i would rather be vaporized while i'm standing I, you see <laughs> you know what i mean while i'm with a bunch of people going yeah we're gonna fight and stand <laughs> for what is <laughs> that's fine burn my shadow <laughs> into the sidewalk I, as long as all of us are standing.
2: Yeah. See, see, I've learned this from my many, many years as a sports fan, Clinton. And you know my two main teams, mm. the Philadelphia Eagles mm-hmm. and the Toronto Blue Jays, which yeah. have all both of them since I was a child. And I, it, they're much different. Eagles fans, you anywhere you walk in an Eagles shirt, around here, really anywhere in America, you're likely to get hit in the head with a brick. So <laughs> that is probably going to happen to you. Correct. Yeah. Toronto Blue Jays fans. Never, they don't care at all. No one hates the Blue Jays because they're completely irrelevant. And this is what I'm going for. (laughs) Who would even? Who even knows that Saint Kitts is a place? Let alone a place where people might be. So if I'm escaping, I'm going to Saint Kitts. By the way, maybe I'm not going there. Don't forget this.
1: He lost the travel brochure and the passport uh, application. In a boating, in accident. a boating
2: accident on the way on to St. kids, forget it.
1: Tragic, dude. You've, you've got
2: some. I mean, the, they're going to invade everybody else. Everyone's going to talk about the big ones with all the weapons. We're just going to be this nice little island, and we're going to go to the beach and eat a couple coconuts and, and and pineapples or whatever's there. Well, I'll find out when I get there, and uh, you know, very affordable packages. Quote unquote. Uh, So look, this is if you need
1: me, just just go to Saint Kitts or Nevis. So I'm going on vacation on Saturday, (laughs) and uh, to Saint Kitts. No, no. Um, My son just graduated. His heritage is Scotland, uh, Scottish. So we're going to Scotland, and uh, this this company that is providing uh, this tour for us. It's it's, I don't even know. (laughs) I don't know who their clientele are. I just met them, you know, in happenstance. Mm. And they're like historians that do like history tours. And I'm like, you got to be kidding. That's exactly what I'm looking for. You don't, you don't get a lot of work, this do you? The, sounds like the beginning of a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so I was talking to these guys. And, uh, you know, we started talking about the world today. Because in uh, Scotland, they're starting to make the 15-minute cities where – You're not, you everything is there in 15 minutes of what you want. Everything is there, so there's no reason to drive, no reason you don't need to go anywhere that you can't walk within 15 minutes. And I said, This is really getting weird and spooky. And uh, and he said, Uh, well, it's not very much longer before you're not traveling internationally or very far. And I'm like, Hmm. I'm. Hmm? hmm. He said the WEF. He said it's clear the groundwork that they are laying now over in Europe that you might be able to take a vacation, but you have to save your carbon credits. So maybe you go to Europe once, or maybe you just stay in your own country or your own region. That this that all of this stuff is coming down because of the carbon situation. That that's insane. And I, I keep thinking that you know I, I I've I've tried to get a passport to Israel because I really am serious. I'd rather be vaporized standing. Um, but uh, I'll you know, be on they, the beach watching the mushroom cloud in the yeah, in the distance. I know, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I really don't think there's not. I think wherever you are is where you will be. So hmm. if you want to, you know, if you're someplace Please. and you're like, I, I don't mind living here for the rest of my life and everything I have is within a 15 minute walk. Good luck. That's where you're going to be. And I think when this by 2030, I think when this really hits, that's where life's going to be. As soon as especially as soon as you get cars that, you know, <laughs> everybody can shut off, which is why I always have the nav system removed from my car. But That's just me. Hmm. Um, and a Faraday cage. You can buy them for your car. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs>
1: it's just bizarre that we're talking about <laughs> this stuff. I mean, I think it's fascinating
2: to look at, but it's also like... Weird. You don't know where this world is going, and I think feel like you get to that point where it just feels like... You have no idea what's around the corner anymore. Correct. Like it used to be, I think that we lived in a predictable place
1: for a very long time. And I think that's exited, it's exited the building. But we, we lived, honestly, if you're my age, you are the luckiest generation of, of humans to ever walk the earth. Really? I think, I I mean, that's not true. Well, I mean. It doesn't have to be, but I'm saying historically where we are right now, certainly up to this point, up to this point, Mm -hmm. you are the you grew up after the world wars. And sure, we had the scare of the Soviet missiles and we've had other wars, et cetera. But look at the 1950s and the 60s and even the 70s and 80s in America where we were really accomplishing things men have never accomplished before. You would say that all the way into the 90s and with uh, technology, Mm -hmm. I think up until 2010, you know, when the iPhone came out, because that, I think, was poison to the society and our children. You know, when we had social media and and everybody starts looking down at their at their phone. Um, But that period. I mean, what an unbelievable time period we have been blessed to live in and and if if we're not willing to not go to target in defense of that oh well, i mean there's, there's nothing nothing would ever make you stand up you know
2: let me ask you a question okay this is a theoretical question all right what if
1: what if what if
2: yeah okay your pharmacy is cvs inside of target what if your pharmacy is CVS inside of Target? Are you, Are you allowed to walk into
1: Target to get your medication? At night wearing a mask. Okay. Well, not a mask, mask. Wait, you know, you don't want to, you want to protect yourself. Uh, dark from sunglasses. COVID, but yeah. Dark sunglasses. I saw somebody with a with a with a bag, uh, Target bag the other day. And I just looked at I knew I knew them mm-hmm. and they're walking, you know, walking into their house and I just slow down, stop the car and I just point at the bag and they're like all of a sudden like, oh,
2: crap, I've
1: been caught. And I said, I rolled down the window and I said, don't let me ever see you with a target bag. And there might be somebody that's wearing dark glasses and a hat carrying a bag that might look like you. But that's the only way I ever want to see you wearing a Target bag right. And they just
2: laughed. It is. And now, technically, they, this is not supposed to start. Well, today's the first day, right? It's yeah. Pride Day. Everybody's changing their logos. Everyone's doing all the, the We're rainbow. Not. We're not. Blaze, Blaze is still... No. Has not changed the logo yet. No, we when have does that happen?
1: not. Uh, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not going to happen.
2: Because I think that there is a um, uh, an interesting part of this in that these companies have all seen what's happened the last couple of weeks with Bud Light and Target, right? Mm-hmm. And they've all had for six months this plan to be super woke as they enter this month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now I guarantee a lot of them are wrestling with what do we do? Like one company that I, that I won't mention, um, put, because I don't know this to be 100% true, but okay. decided to post uh, a single post about Pride Month rather than changing their logo. And I know this for somebody who works there, mm-hmm. uh, but like I don't have it confirmed enough to go on the air yeah, yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, sure. But it was, they were like, we, we, they had a plan to change the logo. And because all this stuff happened, they decided, you know what? We'll put out one on June 1st, and then we'll act like it never happened. You know, so they're still kind of checking the box with the Pride Month, but it's not going to be beating you over the head every time you go to their account for the 30 days. Now, I'm not saying that that's... Uh, you know, a, some sort of solution or anything. But it is interesting that these some of these companies are actually feeling the pressure and saying, hey, like, let's, let's we, we actually feel,
1: we feel the conservative complaint here for yeah. once because usually they don't,
2: they just no. don't
0: care.
1: No, they don't they care. They don't care. Uh, you know who really had it made? <laughs> who really had it made? Too bad they're so woke because they'd go, oh man, let's reintroduce the NBC Peacock. Okay. for
2: pride week mm, that's interesting
1: yeah i was thinking about can you
2: what about skittles are you allowed to eat skittles this month is that okay i mean did you <sighs> taste the rainbow feels a little weird this month it feels it really like something does. that might not taste
1: as good as you think it does yeah uh, mm. uh okay if you're watching like a bond film <laughs> okay. okay yeah and you need skittles i'm um, okay you're okay yeah you're going hunting Okay, got to be be doing a manly activity. Got to be doing a manly activity. Yeah, and I think then (laughs) I think you'll be okay. Hey, let me just give you a couple of things here on the Bud Light. uh, Bud Light has just for uh, for you know wonderful Pride Month uh, has just donated another what was it two hundred thousand dollars to the NGLCC in support of its Community of Color Initiative. Designed to support and grow the success of minority LGBTQ plus owned businesses through certification, scholarship and business development. So Bud Light has uh, just done that in absolutely related news. Anheuser-Busch now sees twenty seven billion dollars of their value gone. What's the appropriate window to look at the stock price? Because
2: obviously, it's not, it's gone on paper. Right? Um, like if you
1: were to look six months from now and it was still down this percentage, yeah, I you'd would be think, like, wow, that was yeah, a, real, a really I would impactful think, event. Yeah. Uh, Target, now ninth straight day. $13 billion yeah. now for uh, Target. I was looking at that
2: stock, too, um, earlier today as we were kind of look, doing the prep. And you see it's pretty much flat for the past six months until this starts. And then it's down from 160 to about 128 Yeah. Pretty significant. When you look at the Walmart stock... Um, I was like, well, how does that compare? Because, of course, we should all know yeah. that Walmart does a lot of this crap, too. But you look at them for the past six months. Should be going up. Um, it was about, I mean, it was down, actually, going into this right. period. And has now pretty much held where it was. If you go to the sa- about the same date, it's down a little bit.
1: So, here's so the,
2: this is not just normal movement of, of these big box correct. stores.
1: And those big box stores, like Target, um, that are convenient and cheap, should be going up in value because people are needing cheap stores, mm-hmm. so it should be the option and cheap beer too. By the way, <laughs> uh, don't forget your children's school is also have has a whole month of pride activities. Uh, you might want to you might want to go and opt out of those uh, activities at your children's school for the month. Oh yeah, because that one is you
2: know. There, that stuff could be happening and you don't even know about oh, it. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, it, particularly
1: if you're going, I mean, public school is where that's going to be the, the big thing. But I wouldn't even rule it out in some private schools. Oh, no. There are all kinds of private schools that are doing it. All right. Let me tell you about uh, Rough Green. Susan lives in North Carolina. She wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She said, I'm uh, very happy to say my dog actually eats this product willingly i have tried vitamins probiotic supplements but she always turns her nose away and refuses to take or eat any of it not the case with rough greens i'm really impressed by the ingredient list compared to other supplements as well thank you rough greens susan thank you for writing it i did the same thing well kind of um that you did you looked at the ingredients i'm like i don't know so i brought it to my uh, vet and said what do you what do you think and she looks at and she's like, "This is fantastic! Absolutely, feed it." Uh, so Uno's been taking it now for several years, and he had more energy as a puppy. He's starting to really slow down. He's getting kind of old for a German Shepherd, but he's slowing down. But I haven't seen any hip pain from him, which is really unusual. Um, and I think it's Rough Greens, Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens slash Beck, Rough Get your first bag free. You just pay for shipping. Roughgreens.com Greens slash Beck or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mm. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're uh, we're very uh, glad that you you uh, tuned in today. Thank you so much. You see the UFO panel from NASA? Mm.
2: Yeah, they're uh, they've been working on this for a while now, and no one seems to really be noticing it. Yeah, and it's weird that it's not a bigger story. Just oh. from a, it's just interesting. If
1: nothing. What do you else. Think that
2: is so much other crap going on. Oh, People, no, 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 come on. Alien right. life. I don't think people actually believe there's alien life mostly. They think it's weird. They think we're gonna find out that it's gonna be military technology
1: or something like that. We found out so many weird things recently. Did you did you hear about the JFK stuff? The the that there's another film? Yeah. And like it was another f- Zapruder film, essentially? And, and yeah. Except this film was uh taken in '63 and uh And then I think the archives had it. And then it was used when they opened up the panel again in the 1970s because nobody believed the first panel. And they used that film and they said, yeah, it looks like, um," quote, Kennedy was probably assassinated as a result of a conspiracy and that two gunmen likely fired at him. That's a quote. From who? The, uh, I can't remember what the name of the report is. Somebody's shouting it right now in their office or their car. Mm. Uh, House Special Committee on uh, Assassinations uh, in 1978. That saw this video, but we haven't yeah, that, seen this video. We haven't seen this video. And now the family is trying to get the video back. They're like, uh, you were supposed to return it to us and you, we've never gotten it. they're like, video, what? Film, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, mm. it's, it's just, it's, uh, we've learned so much that, honestly, I thought all was crazy stuff, even 10 years ago. Now it's like, yeah, that's probably happened. <laughs> you know, uh, we just saw an alien. Uh, he's the one actually running uh, the government. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, okay, I got it. Maybe, maybe we're not freaked out about it. We just expect it. Oh, alien life? Mm-hmm. Really? They've already come down here and they're doubling as humans? I feel like that would be a, a better explanation as to oh, what's I really happening.
2: I love that be, explanation. would yeah, be better. I would. Oh, it was aliens. Well, no wonder we're so, <laughs> so screwed up. It was aliens the whole time. That makes sense. The Glenn Beck Program.